Okay, so super chilled, super conversational. I'm not even going to introduce you. Um, your name is Bowen Bosch. I think everyone knows who you are by now. And you have a new single, which we're going to talk about. But first, I want to talk about the other things that you're busy with. Because I didn't know until I read the, the press release that came with the single that you are one of the top 100 viewed YouTube channels. Yeah, I, I don't know how that happened though. I'm I'm fortunate and I'm very thankful. I really need to up my game because I'm, I'm I'm I see this all uh, online during this COVID time. Like everything online exploded. Like TikTok become massive. Like Instagram is always big, but uh, I think the future lies with online content, and you need to kind of figure out if you want to become a TV channel or just dip your fingers in it. I really like sketch comedy. I really like putting out content, even if it's a little bit more social conscious stuff, or even if it's just comedy. But but I, honestly, I don't understand. Maybe it's the Stratekinder stuff because the majority of the Stratekinder music is on my YouTube channel as well. I think that's pretty that's pretty much it. But I'm unfortunate. I, I like that. I, I definitely want to go more into stuff like that, like you and Joe are doing. I don't think you give yourself enough credits. I really don't. No, no but no, what I'm trying to say is I, I work hard. I can, I can say that I really work myself to death because I think people don't understand when you look at artists, you, you just think, oh, that's a song on the radio or there's a movie on, on TV or whatever. But it's, it's, like, it's like the hardest the hardest work. There's obviously harder work in, in life, but it's hard work to, to do this, to, to, to become an artist and to be an artist. I mean, you, you yourself are an artist. I mean, it's not, there's no working hours. That's a thing. There's no eight to five. It's eight to eight. Yeah. So that's pretty much, well, eight to the next morning at eight. That's pretty much what I'm trying to say. But I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. <laughs> also, thanks for the, the name drop of the Joe and Danny show there, Bo. The check's in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> I already got it. That's why I said it. <laughs> Along with your YouTube dollar dollar bill. Okay, so there's another question. And this is a question that a lot of people want to ask, but obviously they, they, don't, they don't have the, the balls to ask. I'm going to ask it because I don't know Perfect. you. And um, do you get lots of money from YouTube? Because there are, two, there, are two, there are two schools of thought here, that people like you get loads of money or that people like you get screwed by YouTube. Which yeah. Yeah, so I so so from my YouTube channel, I don't get a lot of money. So so I haven't I haven't brought out a lot of content. Um, the last year, like during COVID, I kind of took a little content break. The the first thing I dropped was this music video that that we're gonna speak about a little bit later. But so so with YouTube, I don't get a lot of money. But I also must say that I've never dropped a song that that ends of views. I know so I know like artists like Franz Van Gogh that 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 brought out like to find the girl that that has like five or six or ten million views, I think. And the Landre and the fancy like these massive artists that gets million plus views. I know they make a pretty penny. Um, but but to be honest from my side like from youtube no but i do a lot of other social media influencing campaigns so on instagram and like twitter and facebook uh, i do now and then do campaigns with, with with different brands and then there's um uh, it's sponsored ads so there there i do make a little bit of uh, profit but my youtube channel no but that's just because i haven't brought out something that's got like a million plus hits hopefully one day no, it's coming. And I feel like this might be the one. But before we get into yes. that, um, while we're still talking about you and influencing, you are part of Alma Smith's book, uh, being Becoming an Influencer, and I, or How to Be an Influencer. And I've got to tell no. you, 
love that you were part of this book. I love Alma and I'm so grateful for this book because I'm supposed to know what I'm doing and I really don't. So my Instagram is all over the show. My LinkedIn, someone actually said to me the other day, please give me your password because this is terrible. I need to fix it for you. Um, my Facebook is sporadic at best. I really don't know what I'm doing. So for you guys to, to be able to educate everyone, including me, is super, super awesome. But yeah. also, Boed, like, what is... What would you think the one thing that we should all be doing in order to get these paid for posts would be? Yeah. So, so the one thing that I just want to start off is by saying like, uh, I think like, like everyone else, I also sit with a massive insecurity with regards to everything you put out there. So, so the, the number one challenge with anything social media driven is to just get past yourself. Because your your yourself is the one that goes. No, people are going to think this is stupid. This is not mm-hmm. funny. Don't say this. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. But I think that that that's the worst thing you can listen to. So the first brave step is just to put it out there. Because it's not about it's not about being perfect. It's about being done. So if if something's done, you created something that's cool and you like it. Just get it out there. It's never in your hands. Um, if people are going to like it, it's never in your hands. Like K, Master KG never thought Jerusalem would be the biggest song in the world. He never. He just finished the song that's what he does and um, and he shared it and now it's the biggest song in the world and the same with your content i feel like there's this place for everyone everyone's everyone can be heard um yeah, everyone brings something unique to the table so i think the, it's such a cliche to say like just be yourself but i really i really believe that because there's the thing with tiktok that i realized is like a lot of people are kind of doing the same thing so it's uh, it's not super ideal but for me it's like f- find out what you want to say and then just say it in the way you you say things. Like Radio Raps is a great example. Like that guy came from nowhere. He started on voice notes. And he just did something and says things the way he says and sees things. Um, and, and I think everyone is unique uh, in that way. But there's there's definitely discipline with regards to these things. Like there's a, you, you need to like, you need to like be clued up on the algorithms to know like when your audience uh, um, glued to their screens. Like is it in the mornings? Is it in the evening? So there's definitely a little bit of math and research um, involved in the, yeah, no, exactly. That's my, that's my reaction. Like, oh, school, back to school. <laughs> so that's not happening for Danny. Then. Exactly. <laughs> well, you gave your password to someone, so tell them to, to, to get cleared up on these things. But at the end, that's why I, I went to this, um, uh, like Will Farrell has got this website called uh, um, funnyordie.com. Mm, yeah. and, and his team came to South Africa like three or four years ago. And I went to the seminar and their, their number one rule is, done is better than perfect because you can try to polish that clip and make it perfect and, and do this and do that until uh, you never finish with the thing and just uh, so th- when they said like done is better than perfect i just realized like that like that should be the answer like the things that go viral these days are not the most polished perfectly lit um shot clips or sketches it's, it's random moments it's like people um uh um, just catching a, a funny uh like caught in a funny moment or or, or just living their life uh, in a way um and i think it's in south africa as well like we're such a rich country with regards to our different cultures and there's so much this comedy gold i love comedy but there's just content gold in south africa yeah I am so glad that you said nothing about find your aesthetic and post a motivational quote and because I that's funny. Get a bikini. (laughs) 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 Yes, like that's the worst. Uh, Uh, But you know what? If it makes people happy, if it makes you feel good, do it. Do it. But you know, there's the and I think that you just said this. There is no 
other than finding out your personal algorithms when your people are looking, whatever, there is no, there is no mathematical equation to yeah, make it work. Exa- exactly. And that's what you say. Like that was mean of me to say the bikini stuff is the worst because you are right. You are right. If it makes, because if, they, if, if I wanted the room to, for my content, the people to like the stupid stuff I do, then I must uh, be open to, to any other content out there. But you're right. I, I think at the end, I think this is what the COVID, the, the COVID times taught me is like, is like how creative we are because TikTok for one exploded like crazy in the COVID times and people became uh, little, little creators in their own in their own sense even if you're just creating a little dance or a little funny spoof little video with their stove or whatever but i think um uh, it kind of like amped up the creative juices for everyone and that that i liked but also I, I don't think that you should apologize for having an opinion i'm mean about people over 25 on tiktok all the time <laughs> so That's funny. everyone has a right to their opinion <laughs> i love it i love I just, it yeah I, i'm not on tiktok i, I think i'm too old um, Stay away. Yeah, I, I, you know, you know what I feel like because I, I like creating these things. I like to fool around with my phone and create stupid characters. I really like that. But I, I in all, all honesty, I feel like that uncle at the at the party, the teenage party. You're like oh, yeah. trying to be cool. You got your new <laughs> leather jacket and you got your bootleg jeans. You're like trying to be cool, but you're like so not cool. I'm. The, I feel like that guy. <laughs> Can I tell you, the older I'm getting, the more I'm feeling like that guy. And I think there was a meme on Facebook the other day and it said, we are the drunk aunts and uncles now. And it's oh, true. That is so true. Sad. That is so true. And I've got a mustache as well. It's like it's the worst uncle ever. You are that uncle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love it. I love okay, it. Okay. So, Bowen, another you do a lot of things. You you write, you, you perform, you do these skits. You are all over social media. You're doing a YouTube channel you're doing tv um what do you do for fun yeah i feel so i'm ashamed is not the word but i i developed a intense playstation addiction during (laughs) during covid time so i i swear to you my life consists of like working during the day so i either edit or shoot uh, stuff or i make music and then from like six o'clock at night i start playing like apex legends which is like a like call of duty is like a first person shooting type game team team based and i and i play that for like four hours straight every every night and that's what i'm saying i'm so i'm so ashamed to admit this but the first step is admitting it because it takes so much time of my life but it's like one of the most enjoyable things that i do at the moment because the more you play the the better you become and it's just fun you, you you play with these random people from all over the world so you play online so you meet these you know you don't meet them you don't become friends but i mean you have these fun 15 minute interactions with like people from spain and like from afghanistan which is just it's interesting to, to kind of get out of my get out of my life like a few hours a day i like that you know what i think i see another income stream coming here um <laughs> You know, I was close. There's a whole switch account happening here. (laughs) Yes, you should be careful. (laughs) I should just do it. I should just do it. But that's a whole nother ballgame, like all discipline. But but, I don't know. know, Maybe I'll see. I'll see. Maybe you inspired me You know, I was almost going to start a Twitch account for my my PlayStation problem. Um, Oh, nice. And then I realized that it would completely destroy everything that everyone thinks that I am. Because I am actually quite (laughs) nice and kind and loving in real life. But when I play PlayStation, the words that come out of my mouth <laughs> that's funny yeah maybe that maybe that's that that should be my downfall as well because you get it worked up yeah i don't know maybe maybe we should just do a joint twitch account oh my that. gosh but i'm getting my <laughs> place it um it's it's i've ordered it it's coming so please come to my what 
Wow. Come to Brackman and we'll no play the PlayStation fuck. 5 together on Twitch. How's that? Is it Fancy. That's a deal. That's a deal. <laughs> Look at me cross-pollinating social media. I love it. Influencing the gamers. <laughs> with my four followers. Okay. So we're not here to talk about games as much as I'd love to talk about games all day with you. Um, <laughs> I, I'm serious about you coming to Brackman to play PlayStation 5 with me. Though. It'd be awesome. I'm down. You have to, you have to down. make your promise. I'm just down to go to Brock Band, man. We could do anything there. I don't think I've ever been there. What? Oh my gosh, there's this thing called the Brack Band Train. It's four bars. You start at the one and you end at the other one. And you hit the four bars in a row. And then generally, the last bar, I mean, it closes at 4 a.m., even in lockdown. <laughs> but um, the last one that you go to, That's then fun. everyone always comes to my house. <laughs> You're the fifth bar. I love I'm it. I'm the fifth bar. So but that's when you should start twitching. That's why they should just start streaming. I'm telling you now, that's where the hits are at, man. That's where the money's at. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm, I'm, I have a really good space in my mom's will, and I really don't want to mess that up. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough about the nonsense that we're talking <laughs> I want to talk about the song, the video, and the documentary that you've done. Uh, Leave the Love yeah. Utando. Tell me about the song. Yeah. So um, the song was a collaborative attempt. Like I wrote the music and the, the chorus part. And then I like to share the stuff that I, that I work with on social media. So this one night I, I went on Instagram live and I started sharing the producing process of, of, of the song and the guitar parts and everything. And then uh, Gazelle uh, was actually just watching it. I didn't know he was, he was tuned in and he started commenting on the song and, and he made some notes and he said some interesting things with regards to sounds and, and, and flavors that might add the song and I, and I kind of thought like yes what are the chances of him collabing on this song because i knew i wanted to do it with with another artist and i reached out to him and he um and he said yes and then i knew it because it was in the time when joseph tabalala from um, ladysmith black mambazo passed away and i wanted i wanted a voice like that i wanted something uh, like when you hear the voice when the song starts you get like kind of chills or it's just there's a hook in the tone of the voice and i i went to a wedding in 2013 in durban where freddie was the wedding singer at the wedding actually and I just could never forget his voice and then I reached out to the the, uh, the girl that got married and asked her for his, his number and I reached out and he was super keen um, and so, so, so it was a collaborative attempt with the with the gospel writing process but but the, the theme for me the song was to, to write something for South Africa to write a love song for South Africa um, uh, and the chorus says which means like I want to stay here with you but the complicated thing about any relationship and anything with regards to love is that uh, love is sometimes not enough mm-hmm. and even though you want to stay there or you want to stay with a person and in this case you want to stay in the country you can't always because there's other opportunities in the world or people move to other countries for for personal reasons for business or whatever the reason is and and but you still have that first love which is which is your roots which is south africa and, and i wanted to write a love song for south africa and for the country that, that has to do with that like we love it here but we have such a complicated relationship with our country with all the with all the bad stuff that's that's here there's also so many amazing stuff and it, it feels like you go five five steps forward and then three steps back and then um, uh, and that's kind of so it's it's just a, it's a love letter to South Africa sung by three different people in their three different languages and from three different um, perspectives uh, as well. Because Gazelle's got an interesting story. He lives in New York, actually. He's been there for the past 10 years and he came to Hootspray to visit his parents just before lockdown and then lockdown happened. Um, so he's, he's got a world perspective coming into this uh, with his own background. So it just, it just, it just made it such a rich 
experience for me um, to, to, to collab with these two artists because I think you, you, songs for me are gifts. Like it's just something you give to the world and then people open it and they love it and it means something to them or, or it doesn't and you don't get anything out of it. But for me, I got so much out of this process just by learning from how Gazelle works and how Freddie works and uh, how you, we approach the documentary because the, the music video is, is one part, but there's a longer documentary that's uh, dropping um, uh, uh, today, which is like 23rd of September. Um, and uh, it's just like stories of three different groups, culture groups. We've got Afrikaners, we've got the Tosa women and the um, Zulu Pansula dance. And then we just spoke about heritage and the arts and the importance of, uh, of, of, of it and how we are so alike yeah. in South Africa. We focus so much on the differences, but we're actually much more alike than we think, but it's just easy to focus on the differences. It's stupid. But also, don't you think that um, the, the reason that we focus on the differences and we forget that we're so alike is because we're so focused on our own culture and yeah. we, we very rarely mix with other cultures. So we don't know yeah. that we're alike. We, it, it's exactly. from a point of just not knowing. Yeah, you have to, like your, your culture, like I, well, my friend always says, my, my Afrikanerskap moet my Suid-Afrikanerskap bevorder. So the fact that I'm a Zulu or Afrikaner or a Klosa, it should enhance my South African ship <laughs> and because we, we we belong to the south african culture as well and just as just as i love my afrikaner culture and, and you love your zulu culture and, and uh, um, every culture loves their heritage we are working on a new heritage that we're going to leave our children one day we're working on a new history and we're going to have to be held accountable for the stuff that we do now and the decisions we make now whether it is global warming whether it is like more personal stuff or corruption or whatever it is we are working towards one together togetherness as well and, and we we need to remember that as well because that's what you say like we are so focused on me 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 and everything's about me and, and my needs and uh, and where it's actually like uh, sometimes you just need to go out of your little comfort zone and go hey there's this, this 12 other cultures or more in this country and um, it's healthy to kind of walk out and just uh, have a little dance with someone from another uh, another culture group and just like you said it's so important because we are creating the new african south african culture for the kids yeah. right and my family is mixed we are zoo jews so we're zulu jews my dad is Jewish, my mom is jewish that is and the best we're, word we're, <laughs> we're, <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's what we refer to ourselves because when people ask what are you because that people do that people don't care that is like, what, so amazing. What are you? but we have baby zujus right who are being uh, raised a little bit african yeah. a little bit zulu a little bit jewish a little bit christian yeah. a little bit everything and mm. It's the new culture for our yeah. family. And if we can yeah. do that in Brackpan of all places, I don't see yes. why the rest of the country can't do it. Too. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. I think, but the thing is, we don't talk, like I love conversations and we don't talk about this too, too much, too, uh, enough. No. I feel like we talk a lot about each other, but not an, enough to each other. And it's a simple conversation that, that just makes people understand. And uh, the, the, it helps you to walk in someone else's shoes as well. And, uh, like I said, a silly conversation just goes a mile. Um, but yeah, you summed it up beautifully. Well done. Ah, thanks. You're, you're a poet. Uh, not as poetic <laughs> as you, but that's exactly a beautiful segue. Thank you. It's like you read my mind. Um, writing songs, right? It's, it's sometimes challenging, sometimes beautiful, sometimes cathartic, sometimes absolutely painful. 
Mm-hmm. With writing this one, this song is very deep and very beautiful on so many levels. Um, but also a little bit sad because like you mm-hmm. say, sometimes the relationship, even with love, is not enough. And we've all been in actual relationships like that where you yeah. walked away while still being in love but going, this doesn't actually serve me. Um, I, you went away to write the song. I want to talk to you a little bit about the writing process. Was it? Yeah. Beautiful? Was it difficult? Yeah, so I went to I went to the Drakensberger, like I, I went on like a solo trip. It was over my birthday, so I was like, because uh, I came I came out of a divorce last year, so it was like my first uh, um, kind of a birthday, uh, full on like a year later in the healing process, and I went. So and it was also the first time ever in my life that I that I wrote like this, because normally I write in my in my flat or with my studio, so it's very like mechanical. It's not. Um, it's not spiritual, if I can call it that. So it was like, let's try something different. So I went to the Drakensberger for like eight or seven or eight days, and I just booked myself into two different like little um, uh, Airbnbs, but it's like little uh, cottages, yeah, in mountains. And I took my recording gear with me, and I started writing the music there. So it's it's it was it was definitely there was something different to it to be like fully alone for like seven eight days. I've never done that in my life, it's like full on just me alone. Me and, uh, and and it got it's weird though, like I couldn't do it long. After like seven, eight days, I was like, no, I need people around me. And, and uh, so it was cool for me to test my limit. But, um, but so I did the music part. I did the music in, in Drakensberg. But when I came back, I just kind of found the, the course part. But it wasn't, to be honest, it wasn't like a hurtful process. I didn't, it didn't feel like I needed to go to like a super deep space. I think going in, I was very intentional on like, I want to write a song for South Africa and about South Africa and, uh, and the complicatedness about it. So I kind of went in intentional with that. And I think that helps when you work intentional like that, uh, like the, the song brews in your heart and mind the whole time. Like you will wake up in the morning with like a, a hook line and then I'll quickly record it on my phone, my voice note. And then the, day, the next morning you will hear it. And if it's, if it's cool and you can maybe use it, if not, but I think that's something that that's with songwriting. It's like sometimes the, the idea hits you out of nowhere and you need to be obedient so even if you're in your car you're sitting in traffic the line hits you it's like it falls from the sky it's like almost these notes and lyrics fall from the sky and you need to grab them and if you don't grab them they're going to fall on someone else's uh, ears and then they're going to grab it and then make a song about it so um but the process was 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 great i mean i, I gave gazelle and freddie free range so i told them this is what i want to do this is what, what the chorus is about but you can do what you want with regards to melody lyrics and they uh yeah, they freaking they brought it i interviewed someone once who said <laughs> something very similar to what you've just said they said that they i shouldn't um, congratulate them or tell them that they've done an awesome job because it wasn't them. It's almost like they were a channel for energy and oh, the lyrics wow. just flowed through them and they're just the messenger. The lyrics were always there in the universe, but they were just the messenger. <laughs> and I just thought yeah. that that was so beautiful. But yeah. on that, are you ever nervous to put something that you've put so much of yourself into out in the world and see? Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm, I just last night, I, I sat with some of my latest songs and I there's an English song, like a full-on English song. I've never done like an English song. And the, the main reason is like I sound silly for myself. The, the way I sing so just the accent because I feel like am I going to sound like a typical Afrikaner singing English or is the accent fine so you go through this massive overthinking thing so there's definitely with, with regards to that I'm definitely on a spot right now where it's like Ugh, what are people going to think I sound weird and, but at the other end like we listen to like 
like songs from overseas. Like we don't care about the accent. We listen to Despacito. We don't even care if that if what if that's Spanish. We don't even know what he's saying. Gangnam Style. <laughs> it's just a great song. Like the music is also a language on its own, which we kind of forget sometimes. But um, I think lately I've kind of I became better with the insecurity thing with regards to putting things out. I feel. I think that's something that I, <clears throat> a little a page that I took from Francis von Koch's little book of life is that he, he just does what he does. He, I don't think he overthinks things. I don't think he tries to overcomplicate things. He does Francis von Koch the way he does it and it works. And I try to take that model lately and just go, listen, I'm Bauer. I sound like this. I say things like this. Just, just put it out there. There's got to be someone that likes it. There's going to be someone that don't like it, just like with everything else in the world. I don't like every song out there, so why, why would it be different with my music? Yeah. People are just people. They're normal human beings that, that has, uh, um, uh, what's the word, uh, they either like it or they don't, and that's it. Mm. Yeah. Just to make you feel a little bit better, from my own personal experience, I, <clears throat> I love music feeds my soul. If, yeah. um, if, if people ask me, ask me would you rather be deaf or blind i'd rather be blind because i'd rather listen um i find listening is the most beautiful cathartic thing that you can do and when i'm listening i tend towards music where people are singing in their natural accents because it makes them more authentic and it makes me feel more connected so like if if you look at like bastille dan doesn't put on an accent he doesn't try yeah it's true right you hear the british yeah yeah he's so his accent is so it's it's him um, and when you hear it, you know it's him. And I think Bauer Bosch in English would be exactly the same and so authentic yeah. and so real and vulnerable. And it will make me want to listen to you more. Yeah. Well, thanks, Danny. Uh, I think I'll finish that song. I think you encouraged me. You opened a win for me just now. I love it. Done. Okay. Okay. Leave the love, Utando. Um, where can we get the song and where can we watch the documentary, which is after? Yeah. So. Yeah, so the song, sorry, the song is out on all streaming platforms, like all the online platforms. Um, I don't know if I should name them. I don't know what to market them. Yeah. I don't know what your, oh, what your show is like. No. <laughs> no, 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 everyone. Deezer, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, uh, 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 Google Play, everywhere. YouTube, where you can watch the video. I kind of want people to watch the video just to get context of the, the different stories. And because we cover the dance as well. We, we speak to like an Afrikaner, like a folkspieler group, which is like, the Afrikaner heritage of where the arts come from. And that's like from 1914. So we get a little history lesson there. The Izzy Pansula guy, um, uh, uh, P.O., he tells a story of where that comes from. Because you see these dancers at the traffic lights, but you don't understand that that, that, that comes from like 50, 60 years back. It's not just something that they, they grab a plastic crate and they rock up at a traffic light. That's like, that's, that, that dance goes deep. And the same with the Klosa dancer, where it's very spiritual. Like they speak to their ancestors. And, Dancing is spiritual. Soki is spiritual. Like people don't rock up to a club or like Weifeld in, in thousands to Long Autumn just because it's fun. Like there's definitely something for me spiritual rooted in that. And that's beautiful. And that's why I say we're all the same because we all are like that with all the cultures, not just Afrikaners. So the documentary um, uh, uh, is like a 25 minute documentary and it, uh, it's got a lot of history and just a lot of stories and different perspectives out of, out of, uh, five different people from different uh, race groups, well, not race groups, but culture groups and, uh, and viewpoints, which, uh, which kind of just puts an emphasis on how beautiful we are uh, with our different cultures, but how stronger we are uh, if we're united in these things and if we have respect for each other's histories and cultures. And um, yeah, that's kind of, I just wanted to make a gift and share it uh, with the world because we live in a crazy time. I mean, the, the world is, 
insane at the moment with COVID and all the different conversations. And there's not a lot of positive stuff out there that we can we can latch on. And uh, mm. I just think it's it's just for conversation's sake. Just put something out there that can make people talk about um, positive vibes and each other. And love and human connection, which is so important. Yeah, exactly. Bowen, I could talk to you the whole day, but you have like actual things you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're more busy than me, man. You're like a mover and shaker, man. You're doing awesome stuff. Oh, thank you. You were so nice to me. I love you. Um, but Thanks, Danny. I think um, I'm going to wrap this up now and I'm going to tell everyone I've seen the documentary. It's beautiful. You should definitely go watch it. You should go listen to the song. And like Bo says, movement is so important. Not only is, yeah. it, is it spiritually connecting to connect with other people, but it also connects you with your body. And I think that's yeah. so vitally important. Exactly. That's beautiful said. Well done. Yeah, oh, thanks. God's <laughs> yes, I'm living. Um, Bowen, thank you for your time, man. Thanks, Danny. It was awesome.